As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi guys, and welcome to Conscious Conversations. I just wanted to jump on ahead of this episode just to give you guys a note. I'm so disappointed in myself. When I was setting up my mic, I put the microphone on the wrong setting. And so my guest Phoebe is not as clear and as rich and as deep as what I would love. However, in saying that it is a great conversation and one I didn't want to re-record because it was so real and authentic. And I just think the quality of the conversation overrides the quality of the audio any day. Thanks so much for tuning in guys. Enjoy. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Conscious Conversations with Lisa Bryant. Hello and welcome to Conscious Conversations and welcome to your weekend. Happy Saturday for those listening. I hope you uh, have had a lovely sleep last night and ready for the weekend ahead. Joining us today, we have the beautiful Phoebe Thompson Star. Welcome, Phoebe. Hello, Lisa, and everybody out there. Everybody out there in the the podcast world. (laughs) Um, Phoebe, thanks so much for being here today. It really means so much to me that you've taken the time out of your day. We've got a lot of really fascinating, interesting things to talk about. Um, And for those that don't know um, Phoebe Thompson-Starr, to tell you a little bit about her, after completing a bachelor degree in musical theatre, Phoebe spent the next seven years working as a freelance singer and performer here in Australia, as well as Canada, where she spent four years based in Toronto. It was in Toronto that Phoebe discovered the world of music therapy whilst volunteering at the Children's Hospital Sick Kids. Today, Phoebe lives in Sydney and is currently studying her master's in creative music therapy at the University of Western Sydney. Phoebe has a driving passion to share how powerful music can be to get us through even our toughest and darkest days. She hopes to be able to help others discover this as a future music therapist. How gorgeous. (laughs) You know, I love a healer and I love, you know, I got to say, I love that. I think like our generation, how old are you now, Phoebes? 28. 28. Yeah. You kind of get to this point where you, if you have been in the entertainment industry whatever that looks like music dance media whatever you kind of get to this point in life and you kind of go how can I redirect my skill and my passion into creating a better world and a better future for those around me that's it yeah it becomes bigger Mm. than you I think I Mm. think as performers it's in us that like we're always performing for people and it's um you just you reach this point where it's like I want something better I want more purpose to what I do but you want to keep doing what you love which is a really cool turning point I find absolutely and just to give 
what you do more more meaning more purpose more like you, it's so much more fulfilling and it's not about you anymore which is such a cool thing because I feel like as performers, we are so self-conscious. We're people pleasers. Absolutely. We want to be pleasing people. We, we want to fit in that box. That's it. We <laughs> yeah. want people to like us. And it's so refreshing to like finally be like, I don't care. You can love me. You can hate me. I am who I am. And to find a career path, which really harnesses that is incredible. Absolutely. And I think you've really hit the nail on the head there. And something that I actually spoke about recently when I was interviewed on a podcast you know, someone said to me, how have you gone from a performing arts background now into something that seems a lot more like soul level? Like how do those two people coexist within yourself? And I, it's a great question to ask because for a long time, I felt really confused. Like, can I still be fun and like current? (laughs) Can I still be fun and current? If I'm I'm talking about, you know, like loving yourself and being a kind human, you know what I mean? Like, is that like cool? (laughs) Like, so... Yeah, yeah, I swear I'm still cool. Um, So I wanted to ask for those that don't know, and actually even I myself am not across it, what is music therapy? So this is what you're studying at university, right? So first of all, before I even go there, what um, you studied musical theatre. Yes. So you have a degree in that. I do, yes. So you've really done exactly what we've spoken about. You've gone for the people into, for the people just in a different yeah in a different stream if you will yeah so what is music therapy music therapy so it's a it's an allied health it's along the same lines as your occupational therapist your speech pathologist physios we work essentially using music rather than medicine we want we help to heal people we help uh to rehabilitate post things like uh, traumatic brain injuries strokes uh we help developmental issues so a lot of people with autism um and also just as a coping mechanism for particularly end of life care people with alzheimer's that sort of thing we really use music to just release those emotions externalize emotions help them um be understood it seems yeah 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 and um it's just music, it's intrinsic to us as human beings. Our, everything is rhythm, our heartbeat is a rhythm. So from the day we're born, we're surrounded by rhythm. Even to the fact of uh, like there's seven days in a week, it's a rhythm. Mm. And we re- we use that. So they pull that into things, people with problems walking, they use rhythm to help them regain their ability to walk, things like that. It's so fascinating. Yeah. We crave rhythm. Mm-hmm. We crave rhythm, absolutely we do. We crave um, like we crave connection and mm. you get that so much through music for example a lot of significant moments in our life is surrounded by music your wedding day everyone has a first dance song um, a lot of the time when somebody meets someone there's some sort of music associated with that and particularly working with Alzheimer's patients, you can pull on that to bring back those memories. And it's so special. That's so beautiful in a way that you can kind of speak someone's language that they understand. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. You know that book, Five Languages of Love? Yeah. Music needs to be like (laughs) the six languages of love. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that that is so special. And that is so correct. Like if I hear a song and I'm struck by you know, not even the lyrics, but yeah. even like the tone, like piano for me is very emotional. emotional. Yeah, it, yeah. It, but it just suddenly I'm in tears and I'm like, why? Like I'm having a great day today, yeah, but yeah. it does, it, it taps into that emotion, I think. And I just think that's such a beautiful way to address mental health um, 
for one, but then also Alzheimer's and, and recovering brain injuries, things like yep. that. I just think it's a really gentle and calm way to... That's it, it is, yeah. And yeah. It's, they've done a lot of research into it too. It's a relatively new field. Mm. So like you said, you don't really know yeah. much about it. A lot of people don't. Even medical professionals are kind mm. of question. Of course they do. Of they, course, question, they question everything. They, they question, question life. If it's not a pill, yeah, if it's not a pill, then, you know, they yeah. don't want to know about it. But it's uh, they've done research into all the chemicals in the brain. Music essentially activates nearly every part of the brain, which is phenomenal. Wow. Language and speech, which activates only about two. Wow, that is so fascinating. And the chemicals it produces too. For example, when we're stressed, one of the main chemicals produced is cortisol. Mm. And music has, it's shown that music really can um, decrease the amount of cortisol and it just relaxes you. Same thing, it creates dopamine, which is the feel-good hormone that Mm. you get from like eating chocolate or Mm. going for a Mm -hmm. run. Mm -hmm. Musicals, (laughs) yeah, well, for some people. I know that feeling. (laughs) I know that feeling well, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it creates that. Music also creates dopamine. Mm-hmm. And things like oxytocin, which is that, it's that trust and generosity um, chemical that really builds connections. So going to, even listening to live music together or playing music together can be incredibly creating all these amazing feel-good um, emotions. Moments. Oh yeah. my God, I'm so here for this. Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of parents would be interested in in, in learning a little bit more about it. So mm-hmm. you've said that a lot of people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. So you have learnt, the first time you heard of it, was it when you were, was it when you were in Canada? Yeah, so when I saw the... So whilst I was um, volunteering at Sick Kids, I was just going around, obviously not on a medical music therapy level, just going around playing for the um, patients. I'd go into emer- the emergency room where you could just cut the tension with a knife. It was so intense, the mood there. Yeah. You just go with your guitar, you play, you just sit in the corner, you play some really gentle music and you can just feel this like... Shift. Yeah, this shift and it's just calm and it's... That's the first time I think I really felt it and um, then you'd see the music therapist in action at the Sick Kids Hospital, which was just phenomenal to watch them songwriting with the kids and you're externalizing all this emotion out of them, but they don't even realize they're just having fun listening to music. Wow. It's really doing so much for them, which was incredible. So where are people based? Like, I feel like all of the parents listening are going to be like, great, where can I find (laughs) it? Where's the closest music therapist? (laughs) Yeah. What does that look like for us here in Australia? In Australia, as I said, it is developing. So Mm. it's um, not hugely available now but it's it's on the way um a lot of music therapists open their own um businesses and Mm. they work independently a lot work within hospital settings there is specific facilities for music therapy um there's a whole bunch of different techniques and for example there's a place called nordoff robbins it's a technique of music therapy okay and throughout the world there's a lot of nordoff robbins centers Mm -hmm. they particularly work a lot with young children children with autism that sort of thing Mm. um yeah but they saw a lot work quite independently and they even a lot will go into one-on-one into somebody's house yeah i love that Uh, yeah that's great as well even then that added like safe space capacity so in a way it's almost um aligned to psychology what how does that kind of is there a notion that's kind of in your studying that's about that is there like how does that come into play so we look at how the effect of music on the brain we look at how music affects us our psyche um 
we it's all very specific we don't we can't call ourselves psychologists mm. because we're very music centered um also a lot, it's very research based so we i spend so much time reading i'm constantly reading which is absolutely fascinating um and that's where you find a lot of your knowledge um from re- past research and yeah it's just very it's psychology but from a music perspective Mm, which I would think it's com- amazing. Yeah, compare us to a standard psychologist, which they do amazing things on a massively broad spe- spectrum, whereas mm. we, it's just it's very music focused. Well, I think that I, for me, it's really appealing because I one am creative, so I don't really respond well to that. That clinical, hello, Lisa, tell me about your life. Yeah, I'll be like, why? <laughs> like immediately, okay. Can you put that fucking pencil down, please? And stop judging me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like even when I go, my version of therapy is I see a lady and she's a medium. We don't talk about angels and or things like that in these sessions, but it's mostly just energy work and shifting and healing. And that works for me because that's my personal belief system, I suppose. But music therapy, I think, is right up my alley as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's got it would have a beautiful way of really bubbling to to the surface even even if you wouldn't label yourself with any kind of mental condition just an everyday joe you know really giving you that space and opportunity to have things bubble to the surface that need healing yeah what what does that look like are, are there kind of people that don't aren't recovering from anything or suffering from i don't like to use the word suffer have a mental are living with a mental illness um just a regular person that just wants to have that counseling, that therapy, what does that look like for them? There's so many different ways it can be used. They use a lot of uh, percussive instruments, for example, creating really cool drum circles, things like that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's fun for them. It's engaging, but yet they're connecting with their peers. They're connecting with you. You're building that rapport. It can involve things like songwriting, um, which is the most amazing way to get their thoughts out of their head. Essentially journaling. Exactly. It's journaling, but in such a cool way. And they get this really cool product at the end. You've created this amazing song that's come from you. In a supported environment. Exactly. Oh my gosh, I love this. Sign me up, Phoebe. (laughs) Sign me up. So why was musical, uh, I keep calling it musical therapy. (laughs) Why was music therapy so appealing for you? For me, I've been surrounded, obviously, as a musician myself, I've been surrounded by music my whole life. Um, It took me a while to realize just how powerful it was for me. I've had type 1 diabetes since I was two years old. Um, With that comes a lot of challenges, a lot of really tough days. I've had periods of time where I was very sick. I was in the ICU. um, And just, it makes things, I've done a lot of traveling, I've done a lot of solo backpacking and having diabetes makes it a little bit trickier, but I mean, it doesn't hold me back. But I realized what really gets me through is music. Mm. It's, it's that motivation I need sometimes to just push myself. It's, it's my comfort. It's where I go when I'm stressed, when I'm upset, when I'm angry, I go and I sit at the piano and I just, that's how I release my emotions. Which is That's such a cool thing. So special. So do you pack a um, piano in your backpack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you're, when you're... Put an old mini keyboard. Yeah. I need to close this piano, please. <laughs> Where can I find one? That's so beautiful. Yeah. I wish I'd actually committed. I played piano when I was a kid. And there's still a couple of songs that I can rattle off, you know, from my mind. Um, 
damn it, I wish I'd like really committed to it. <laughs> I wish I'd really committed to it, yeah. honestly. But even just creating playlists, like I have a whole bunch, I probably have at least 10 different playlists for different emotions. Wow, yeah. isn't that fascinating? Yeah. So like psycho, yeah. <laughs> on edge, a little bit relaxed, <laughs> drunk. No. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's so fascinating, Phoebe. Yeah. So I feel like, with this music therapy, it, it has the power to really reach so many different people and even different institutions. Are there groups of people that in Canada that you have seen that it really affects? Yeah. Like so, communities? Yeah, absolutely. It, music bonds people together. It, when you sing together, it's such an empowering, connecting thing. As I said, it releases um, oxytocin, which is that generosity that trust building chemical and it's um for example you do for with kids with autism a lot of them really struggle with connecting with each other they struggle in social situations they have a lot of social development problems so getting just a small bunch of kids together Mm. um can be so beneficial for them that's so gorgeous. My heart is just it like is, yeah. seriously like beaming, just imagining yeah. like these kids going finally, like <laughs> this is a space that I feel connected and I feel comfortable. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine that feeling, you know, already school and being young and being a kid is tough enough trying yeah. to make friends living with that, that headspace that you need a little bit more time or you do, you, you see yourself, you know, your thought patterns are different to the, those around you. Yeah. That is just so beautiful. Yeah, and it's such a safe zone for them. Like one session could be literally these kids just going crazy on banging bongos and banging cymbals and mm. just going nuts. <laughs> but like it's it's a beautiful expression. Exactly. It's yeah. an expression of how they're feeling. They could if they're doing it in sync all together, it's they're doing it they're doing it together. And wow. they're doing it together. Oh, I just got goosebumps. I just yeah. think it's so special. I it think is. of of any kind and being a dance teacher myself, like um I, I really love even if we have like an extra like 10, 15 minutes of class, putting the kids into groups and having them create a little dance together, like no more than, you know, like 20 counts. Mm. Just how watching little kids and how they create, I think it's so cute. Oh, like they're dynamic. They feel so free. Fascinating, so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So when we were chatting prior to this interview, you said as well that you mentioned that you do, or not yourself, but music therapists do a lot of work in jails. Yeah. So it's starting to branch out into institute it's not just like you think of music you think of therapy you think oh these are mental health people hospitalization that sort of thing Mm. but they're even branching out into places like jails and prisons and institutions like that where it's helping these people to externalize their emotions in a really productive way Mm. it's uh, for people in those situations they feel like they've lost contact with the world Mm. that the world's kind of shunned them for what they've done um, and music therapy has the ability to reconnect them together. And there's some, I've read some fascinating studies where they use chanting. Mm. And so they'll get everyone in a big circle and they'll chant together. And it's so empowering for them. And it's just to like, that's people in those institutions never get that sort of thing. No. And the effect that can have on them is just amazing. I think it's so important as well, you know, not. Of course, not labeling every single person that goes to jail um, as having tendency of psychopathic behavior. 
I feel like the word psychopathic is so aggressive. Is. Essentially, <laughs> like, but essentially, it is that you don't you're missing that thread of that connection to mm-hmm. emotion and empathy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just amazing because music is cutting out the bullshit, cutting out the talking, headed straight in, headed straight for your emotions, mate. Like you can't yeah, get out of it. it. You're going to be affected. And I think it's a great way because to really connect with that person because I don't want to obviously I'm not there for those conversations but I feel like a psychiatrist or a psychologist would label that person you are a psychopath and Mm. that's quite a heavy label to carry and I think well hey how about stop labeling me and how about you help me and encourage me you know in order to you know develop my feelings and develop my emotions something that I I have not been available to me Mm. so I think again it's something so powerful yeah it's so music is so non-judgmental yeah and it's you don't label them you don't you're not pigeonholing them Mm. uh you're not attacking them and who they are it's just it's raw yeah raw and it's it's universal too Mm. is what i love about music as i traveled you would have people from all pockets of the world but the minute music and enjoying all kinds of different growing up around all kinds of different music yeah you come together and it's just you just feel connected with these people complete strangers from other sides of the world speaks different languages yeah Yeah. and it doesn't matter if you can't understand the lyrics it's just it's just something about it being universal which is so beautiful gosh i know it is seriously so fascinating Mm -hmm. and you know when you were saying about the whole chanting thing obviously like i'm an avid yogi i love my yoga and i think it's so fascinating how that almost is blended really closely with yoga we do a lot of chanting and i do have to say i love it my favorite yoga studio of all time humming puppy started in melbourne by the amazing jackie alexander and she has these incredible classes here where well i'm I'm not sure she's got quite an amazing class but one of her colleagues melissa she does a lot of chanting in her class and i bloody love it i get in there and it's you you feel like such a weirdo like you've got 40 people that are doing it with you and you literally leave on top of the world like lightheaded hormones it's just 100 like and it is that human connection going like i don't know who the hell you are and like at first everyone's like i feel stupid or like i feel silly (laughs) but as once as you you know as soon as you sorry start to just get over that fact and you start making these even these sounds these reverberations through your body Mm -hmm. it is such a powerful act that i feel like i feel like we could talk about this all day if i'm honest seriously But even like coming back to yoga, a lot of yoga you do to music or maybe not even music, but sound. Mm. And again, that's... Breath. Breath, yeah. Its own rhythm. Yeah, creating that rhythm. There, I'm very fascinated by a thing called vocal psychotherapy and it's using the voice as therapy and it all comes back to the voice. It comes from breathing Mm. and that's where everything comes from. We come back to basics. We come back to breathing. And everything comes back to breath. So healing. Absolutely. Everything comes back to breath. Isn't that fascinating? Mm. And yet we forget to do it, but but that's the thing that keeps us alive, keeps us living. Yeah. And the thing that keeps us sane, we should forget. I think a lot of the time, too, we think it's so silly. Like, I'm not going to just breathe and do breathing exercises. That sounds stupid, but it's incredible. Absolutely. And, oh, God, it's just creating that space. I find that if I implement the breathing techniques into my morning routine or even when I'm feeling stressed, even then it's just like everything seems so crammed and then it just starts to generate that space in between mm-hmm. every even thought, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there's a yoga teacher, another yoga teacher that I really love. Her classes are amazing in Sydney. She owns Flow Athletic in Paddington. Her name's Kate Kendall. Mm-hmm. And she talks, has always spoken about ever since I've known her, 
meeting in the space between. So not the moment that's gone and the moment that's to come really slowing down and using your breath to get into this like almost like crazy world it's almost like Narnia (laughs) you know know what I mean (laughs) but like you you you, your tool to get there is your breath breath. yeah Yeah. and and that's how literally moment by moment and not even minute by minute by you know no moment by moment I think it's so powerful yeah and how powerful if we can harness that not having to be in a yoga session if we can just wake up in the morning and through our breath get ourselves into that Narnia (laughs) get into Narnia (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, a hundred percent but I mean we we do we all have the power to do that which is incredible it is yeah. Oh, Phoebe, I just love you, girl. Like, it's so amazing to hear all about this. Um, I wanted to polish off today's chat with a three-point questionnaire because I feel like it's a really playful way to finish, yeah, have the people get to know you a little bit more. So I've got three questions here, and you just answer as honestly as you possibly can. Okay, number one, what does self-love look like to you? putting you on the spot that is yeah wow (laughs) loaded question yeah um self-love to me is it's doing what makes you happy it's what makes you smile even how crazy that may seem um self-love it's being okay with who you are and loving who you are i think is such a powerful thing um and it's it's finding those ways to love yourself more every day Um, absolutely yeah it's whether you want to go and cuddle your cat and that just makes you feel so loved it does it does it really (laughs) does and that may seem ridiculous to some people but it makes you feel so loved Mm. for me as I said it's going it's singing it's music for me it just makes me feel it makes me feel loved it makes me feel whole um, connected to self connected exactly yeah exactly I love that you know side note I have these conversations with some people that's like, you know, self-love is just, you know, all about bubble baths and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, I know. I'm like, no, it's not. Like my definition of self-love is commitment to self. And, And that's why I love asking that question so flat out in these conversations, because I really am interested like what, and, and quite ironically, all three of the lovely ladies that I've, I've interviewed so far, including yourself have answered whatever makes you happy, doing what makes you happy. Mm. And that is committing to self and, and finding your happiness and finding what you love because life's yeah. too short. That's it. And then the bubble baths is also fun, but it's it's something else, <laughs> right? It's really make you happy yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, go inside, <gasps> girl. Brief, brief satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, number two, what is your favorite thing to do like in the entire world? If you could have all of the money in the entire world and you could – have all of the time, anything that you wanted to do ever, what makes you just feel amazing? Travel. Easy answer. I feel like I already knew the answer to that question before. I definitely, to say I have a travel addiction is a very big understatement, but I just, I love people. Mm. I love cultures. I love meeting people from different cultures. I'm fascinated by it. I love the beauty of nature and to go... Just for example, to countries you wouldn't even, most people wouldn't even think of, like Morocco. Mm. It's such, it just blows my mind, their culture, the people, uh, the things you see. And it's, that's so fulfilling to me. Absolutely. Like I feel it just makes my life fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What's your favorite country or place that you've ever been? City? Another one. It's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a I tough one. I don't think I could narrow it down to one. In the top 
I think of your top couple, Iceland, absolutely mm. stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I've never been that blown away by nature ever. It's wow. just gorgeous. I can remember one of my favorite moments was there's a waterfall that you can walk the whole way around the waterfall. So you can go behind the waterfall and then come out the other side. Wow. And that was incredible. Yeah. Um, I loved Guatemala, which people are surprised by. Again, the culture, the people are absolutely beautiful. The food. The food. The food <laughs> is also good. And um, like hiking an active volcano. How wow. cool is that? Like, that's not something you do every day. So I, no. that's what I love. There's <laughs> moments where you don't do them every day. Yeah. I went skydiving over the Swiss Alps. You don't do that every day. I mean, that but... is so impressive. I could never jump out of a plane. Oh, my God. I find if you jumped anywhere out of a plane, you're doing amazingly. <laughs> Um, beautiful Phoebes. I've got one last question for you and it's probably the most loaded. So just a heads up. (laughs) Number three, if you had the whole world's attention, if every single face was looking at you, what would you say? Ooh, (laughs) jeez. I would say be kind. There's not enough kindness in the world. And I think we forget again, I'm such a bring it back to basics. I'm a simple things person. Practical. Practical, exactly. And I would just say we forget far too often to be kind. We forget that everyone has something going on. Everyone has a story. Everyone is dealing with crap. Mm. And we just, just be kind to each other and it makes such a difference. And yeah, just to remind people of that because I think we get so caught up in our own lives. We get so judgmental of the things we see. Um and I just think if there was more kindness, it would make such a difference. Like a small difference, but yeah, to me, kindness is huge. Well, spreading kindness wherever she goes. Thank there you so much, Phoebe Thompson, staff, <laughs> your company here today. No um, if the people would like to find out some more about you, where can they find you? Do you have an open social account? I have an Instagram, yes. Yeah, I what's do. your Insta? Give it to the people. Give it to the people. P.star, S-T-A-R 90. Beautiful. Great. Because I feel like there will be a couple of questions coming away, yes. learning more about musical musical therapy. <laughs> musical therapy. <laughs> Music therapy, <laughs> including me, because I just think it's really so fascinating and just applaud you on the work that you're doing. I think it's amazing. Thanks so much for having me, Lou. Thanks for being here, girlfriend. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us here today, guys. Have a beautiful Saturday and I will see you back here tomorrow morning. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.